1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name my is... Does <laughs> my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. Braxton, <laughs> you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. So, right? Yeah, he's... Robbie's uh, like, air traffic control, we've got a... Uh, <laughs> we have clearance for takeoff. You yeah. guys, have you ever been on a podcast before? For Chappie Kroger. Yeah. You've been on a podcast before? <laughs> yeah. Chappie Kroger. You know, oh, oh, apparently he has not watched Outdoor Creatives podcast <laughs> with me on him. Oh Man. yes, I remember. Yeah, Matt Land, you know, <laughs> glorifying Matt Henry. Yeah, man, it was a stroke fest. It really was. <laughs> That's how we roll. <laughs> My God, you gotta hype up your boys. Did you get another beer? I did. Oh yeah, he's double. Uh, are you going to be um, disowned by your Texas family? Why? Because you're not drinking a Texas beer right That's now. That's fine. That's Yingling. There it is, the ring ring, always, man. Always drink. Yingling Texas, ring ring. Texas uh-huh. beer. Are you, are yeah, you rolling? It'll work. It'll work. Say what? Are you rolling? Oh, we're, we, this is. Oh, Chappie Kroger. That's the way we roll. We're, we're live with well, Chappie, Chappie, Chappie Kroger. Well, I just adjusted your volume and then you adjusted your mic to get closer oh. and your volume just went through the roof. Well, I can I can readjust. No, just How's whatever that? you want. No, this when, way where can... are you going to be fine? I know, we're trying to like slurp a beer at the same time. You got to make sure the mic is just far out enough. 
Is that good there? I'll, I'll turn you up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Matt needs to. Yeah, dude. There we go. Boom, we got it. The two Matts. Yeah, man. Uh, Matt Henry, where are we right now? We are in Marfa, Texas. Marfa, Texas. Sitting on a couch in a very swanky Airbnb. Does not look swanky from the outside. But it doesn't matter. We're on the inside. When I rolled up to this Airbnb, I was like... There's a new roof. What did I... Well, we didn't see the roof when we rolled up. It was dark. Yeah. It was dark. Correct. And uh, we did come from the backside. And I was like... "Mm." (laughs) Dilapidated brick building. Very, very yeah. West Texas. No landscaping yeah. at all, just weeds. No. It is it is randomly very artsy, though. And then yeah. West Monday <laughs> saying, oh, this is a um, half-million-dollar home here in Marfa, Texas. I mean, I yeah. believe it. You would believe it? Sure, yeah. I mean... I would have thought it was like a $180,000 home. It should be. Yeah. But we're in Marfa. Why is, why is Marfa such location. a... Location. But Marfa's in the... In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, we're in the desert, pretty much. How far are we from San Antonio? Like, five hours. We're three hours from Midland. Yeah. Three hours from El Paso. And Midland's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so Marfa's even more in the middle of nowhere. So why is this place just like... Artsy, fartsy... Coffee shops. Maybe that's what it is in the coffee shops. Coffee shops that open at 8 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, yeah what is that? How do they make, how do they even stay in business? Yeah. I know why. Because nobody in Marfa is awake. Yep. At a.m., 8 a.m. in the morning. It's easy living out here, man. Yep, so just out here trying to survive in this desert heat. <laughs> I think artists just wake up at when they want. When they want. <laughs> I mean, they create late at night and. Have coffee at 10 in the morning. That's very much Matt Land over here. I mean. But you a late sleeper, Matt Land? Dude. Well, it depends on if I'm up editing till 5, which is a pretty typical situation. You'll edit all night? You'll edit that? Yeah, dude. That long? Yep. Yeah, I've experimented with it a lot over the years. Something about when it's night, you can just hone in on it better. You're not getting calls and emails and yeah. distractions. I agree with that. I just can't do it. Do you switch off all the lights in the room and you just have the monitors? No, I've got my little like Edison mood lighting. And, you know, I've got, got his candles going. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've got a fountain going. And, you know, uh, you gotta, okay. Yeah. His yeah. bonsai tree right here. Yeah, man. You got to get it vibed up. Yeah. Yeah. When it's like three in the morning and you're sitting there on that forward lean and shrimp mode on your oh, monitor, dude. dude. Yeah. You got shrimp to mode. Hold on. Break that down. Shrimp mode. What is shrimp mode? You get, you just know, two hands down. Yeah, when like you're, you're just like when you're in the edit and you're on that hard hunch and you're like, just, I haven't heard it called shrimp. How <laughs> <laughs> do you like that? Yeah, you got to get that forward lean on the screen to make sure your colors are right and everything. Well, since nobody knows who y- you two are, why don't you go ahead and introduce? Gosh. <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. <laughs> and since you guys are like nobodies, yeah, no, and no. you're you're in my presence with <laughs> we're in the presence of Robbie Kroger everybody. see this is the perfect this, you guys are fitting into the roundup perfectly oh, yeah exactly oh that's nice fitting into the roundup perfectly correct what correct. I meant to say is that nobody's heard your voice on the Blood Origins podcast before and so oh. they don't know who you are oh. I was trying to be nice Yeah. so we're the guys who keep Chappie Kroger at bay Wait, where's Chappie keep, Kroger coming keep, from? We keep Chappie out of jail. Is that because of the Chappie I saw yeah. coming into March? <laughs> yes, sir. You have self-identified. 
as <laughs> Mr. Chappie Kroger. Yo, yeah, we're that put Chappie. We're we're the ones that edit everything from Chappie to make sure he doesn't end up arrested mm. for what he says off camera while we're still rolling. We shorten yep. the timelines. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Henry Hello. with the uh, salt box out of salt Dallas. Box. Yes, sir. Born and raised in Dallas, Texas? Yes, sir. I am a true blood Texan. Okay. That's not drinking Texas beer when he had the option of buying Texas beer. Doesn't matter. Okay. Being in the cinematography... Oh, sorry, sorry. You like being called a cameraman. In the cameraman's face. (laughs) Thank you, sir. I'm a a professional button pusher. (laughs) How long have you been in the cinematography space? Uh, So Saulbox has been together for 13 years. You started Saltbox? Yep. Me and a buddy of mine. Okay. High school together and started it back in 2010, 2011. You do some rad stuff, but the most rad stuff that you do is slow mo videos on burnt end sandwiches that come out of Smoketown <laughs> barbecue. Give me some barbecue and I will throw my camera on it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Free. If you want to me, if you want good barbecue, Dallas, Texas seems to be smoked. Is it Smoketown Barbecue? Smoketown. S M O A K. Smoketown Barbecue. Barbecue. Shout out to Smoketown. I've never had it. Oh I really pushed you to bring me some. It like would have sat like, in. It would have sat in a cooler for like seven days. <laughs> I would have been willing to take it. Oh yeah. Based on the footage that I've seen I mean, of these sandwiches, it probably would still be good. Oh, yeah. it would be amazing. Oh my god. I'm gonna mail you some. Yeah. Yeah, and the dry ice cooler thing. I'm going to yeah, do it. I could get away with it. We're going to make it happen. Yeah. And you said he's open on a Wednesday. Uh, so that's very typical of Texas craft barbecue. Like, okay. this isn't like big food chain, like chain barbecue. Okay. Like craft barbecue. Okay. It's typically like a Wednesday through Saturday. Okay. And then they get all their meats and all their supplies on like Monday, Tuesday. Does he make that burnt end sandwich? Wednesday through Saturday or only on Wednesdays? Right now he's doing Wednesdays and Thursdays because it's so hot outside. November the 2nd. Dude. I'll be in Fort Worth, Texas. I will drive you one. (laughs) We'll need a couple. There'll be a couple people there. My wife will be there. There'll be a couple people. What what is that day? Thursday. It's a Thursday. I'll be driving in on a Wednesday. Oh, okay. I'll be there on Thursday. Dude, we are gonna. I'm gonna load you up. Yeah, yes. bring it on some yes. burnt ends, oh, burnt ends, smoked town barbecue. barbecue. He makes these. Um, he calls them halleberries. It's a stuffed jalapeno with um, blueberry, um, cornbread. Like okay, that. and then he wraps it in bacon. Mm. Ridiculous, dude! It it's insane. The bacon wrap, yeah. and it's got cream cheese in it too. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Man, now I'm hungry. <sighs> Matt Land. Yeah. Matt Land, not Matt Henry. That's who I am. I photograph barbecue stuff. I don't know why I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> for 13 years I've been, doing, I've been doing photography and filmmaking. and Perfect. We talk about me filming barbecue. slow-mo barbecue. Yeah. Yes. And, but, but, it here is, I am. but it's amazing. It's <laughs> where all, all that work. Yeah, all that work. <laughs> this is where you get it. All that work. Sorry, barbecue I'm, like, I'm peeing there. Yeah, it's a okay. little hot. I'll, I'll just drop you down a little bit. Sorry, guys. Um, Matt Land. Yeah, man. One half of Land Limited. Yep, yep. The weird creative side of the house, probably fair to say. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Yep, <laughs> for sure. Yep. The grunter of the house, side of the house. Oh, yeah. 
artificial noise maker. Somebody's yeah. got to do it, man. We, so when, we have fun here. When you get when you get really good footage, you get really really excited. Epics come out, and then if it's hard really holding. above epics, it's just a series of grunts. It's hard to hold it, and it's hard to hold it in, man. Especially like, gosh, some of these shots that we just got out here in this western light, man, with all this haze and dust. I try to hold it in when like like the client is in front, but sometimes like. You just get that tasty shot, man. That's just too much to handle. Especially a new client that doesn't know how to interpret those noises. <laughs> I remember the first time we met and you were shooting stuff and I looked at Jacob and I was like, dude, what is wrong? Oh, like Matt. Yeah. There's something wrong. And yeah. then I started. Did he need to go to the toilet? <laughs> more, more with him. I was like, okay. Oh Matt's in the zone. That's the zone. Yeah. We get zone tone. Mm. That's what we call it. The zone. Yeah. Tone. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do prefer sometimes. So, just. Jacob, my partner, best friend from eighth grade, uh, he handles like all the uh, client relations and project planning and all that kind of, all that kind of stuff. And so, like, they set up the project, get everything all dialed in, and then they take it over to the creative side of the house, which is me essentially, yeah. and their crew of other contractors, spending what we got going on. Um, but I really don't talk to the client until it's like, unless they like want want to hear from the creative side, like right ahead <laughs> of a project. I pretty much say, yeah, I'm the weird creative side of the house. And <laughs> it's like, hey, man, I'm just out here having a good time. Man. That's right. Happy to be here. I mean, I'm, I don't got nothing to hide, man. I'm just who I am. So you can. <laughs> yeah, Jacob's a lot of the wheels behind mm-hmm. the scenes, man. Yep. Yep. He really makes. So yep. we, um, we're out here in West Texas. This is a, the second part series in a new series of, of content. We haven't released the first part uh, called Connecting the Dots. And connecting the dots is really that the action of hunting is a the start dot. It's what the hunting community has always focused on is just that dot. Yet there's these this this sort of tree of dots that come out from after that activity that is that one dot of the hunt. And we're interested in getting all of those dots sort of accounted for and talked about and whatnot. And so the first one is in from South Texas, Nilgai, and where the meat ends up. And this is really tied to the economics of what hunting is doing for, for the people of West Texas. And so that's why we're here. We're in Marfa. We've been to Alpine. We've been to Presidio. We're going to Fort Davis tomorrow. Um, just talking to all sorts of different people, headdresses, ranch owners, uh, hotel owners, uh, the mayor, the sheriff, a lot of, I pretty much just listed off a bunch of veterans, occupation, yeah. veterans, yeah. occupation, well, veterans, hunting community talks to, but a bunch of occupations that probably the hunting community has never bothered to interview. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I love the concept, man. I, I was fired up when, uh, when you guys brought this, brought this up to me when I got wind of it. I was like, man, this is. And transparently, I was excited too, um, just about kind of you being the facilitator and like being the guy to kind of go around and do the interviews, and we're just gonna kind of like follow you around, run and gun. Yeah, and it's—I'll tell you, today was tough for me. Like Matt, you asked me earlier, like, did you? How did you think today went? And I was like, it went well, but in my brain, like, and maybe I was a little run down. Is that it's very difficult? I was, you know, with each person. I don't want to ask them like the same six questions, right? I know that I have to, and you want to sort of get the same thing, but I was trying to like get something else out of each person. And for the most part, they were, they were very, 
I think today's interviews were very difficult interviews. They weren't very fluidy. Like the person wasn't willing to just like, you know, let's engage, let's move. And that's why we, I've kept saying to you guys, like, I didn't even want to at, at any point say, are oh, you guys rolling? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to keep talking because I started the conversation. I just wanted you guys to flick those cameras on and I just keep mm-hmm. rolling. And they yeah. don't even know that the cameras are, go- are rolling yet. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think that's, that, that's a key moment um, to recognize that. You know, you can't say, all right, we're going to sit down and just start. Because you never know. Yeah. It's a very tough conversation, I feel like. For people that don't, either don't hunt or it's not something that is normally in their wheelhouse. Let's talk about it. It's definitely not on their brain. Right. To think about either. Like, it was really interesting in the gas station, you know. That was probably the most authentic. Right. That was wild how all of that, like, just transpired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From talking to the the lady at the cash register to the other lady that was back there preparing the food. And then that random person that came in and yeah. shed light on so much stuff. And she was super knowledgeable and like really into it. I was like, wow. Yeah. Just on the spot. So we, yeah. so to set that up, we, we needed gas. We were going out towards the ranch to hunt, to get the hunt part of this. Day one. This is day one. And, um, I walk in, I tell Matt, I said, look, there's nobody in the gas station. If I walk in there to pay for gas, I'm going to ask the lady, hey, would you mind me asking you a few questions? So I walk in, I, I do the thing, um, and she, her name's Selena. Selena's from Mexico. She drives in from Mexico an hour every day to get this gas station attendant job. Um, she agrees. Yes, no problems. I just want to ask you a question. I don't even say what, she didn't ask, like, what kind of questions you want to ask me. You can ask me. Okay. Matt, come on inside. Everyone piles inside. Oh, you didn't even tell her what you were going to Oh, no, no, no. Nice. Nice. And then just started asking questions. And then Audrey. Did you remember her name was Audrey? Yes. No. <laughs> liar. Absolute liar. I didn't. Pants on fire. Yeah, I'll, I'll claim it. Yeah, I lost it. Um, Audrey was making Subway sandwiches, getting the Subway ready for the day. Oh, I never even talked to her. So. Yeah, she turned around and started chiming in answers. And then let's, I'll test both of you. Who was the lady who walked in that was the one that was super knowledgeable? Martha. No. Rebecca. No. There I got Brenda. Brenda. Rebecca. Brenda. Mar- That's close. Okay, Brenda. Brenda. And um, Brenda walked in. I saw the cameras. I was like, oh, I, I, you know, can I just move? Can I pay for my Sprite and my... And we just, start, we just kept talking to Celine and Brenda had some opinions. She started chiming in and I said, well, do you mind if I ask you some questions? She was like, oh, not the way. I said, you look beautiful, man. You've got, you've got any makeup on what not? And she just rolled right into it. She was super cool about it. Yeah. She had some really good insight. She, I mean, I feel like it was. Well, she set the tone for the ranching conversation, right? Ranching, disappearing, tough life. Hunting being something that brings a lot of revenue to these ranches out here that is sort of above and beyond, allows them to survive in good years, allows them to do well on their properties. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing that you got to also remember too is like the good questions produce good answers. And so you're not asking these people yes and no questions. Mm -hmm. You're leading them into conversation, which is great. And I think that's what facilitated those good conversations there example at that gas station for a random person walking in to buy a Sprite and a Snickers. Yeah. 
Well, it wasn't the stickers. Man, I tried. Why are you going to throw it in? Was it, it just was, let it go? It like, was, it was a, a Nature Valley, green Nature Valley oat uh, bar. But it was a Sprite. It was a, it was a, Man, no, it, just, it wasn't. It was a diet Sprite. Or Sprite Zero, actually. It's Sprite. Look at the footage. I guarantee you. Same you. Thing. Thing. I didn't call it a root beer. <laughs> oh, Let me have my moment. Okay. Yes, you're right, Matt Henry. Thanks, Jody. I, I, I want to preface too, like we were talking about that that scene. That that obviously is extremely authentic and on, on the fly, off the cuff. Like that's super hard to do. And me as the so Matt Matt Henry was running photos and I was running video. And when you just walk into a gas station, like dude, like lighting and like it's just a super challenge. So that was just like totally off the cuff and maximum authentic. But this whole whole thing was what I'm really excited about. The whole thing is authentic. So like mm. the other people we interviewed, like they were prefaced with some questions and knew like mm-hmm. what we were getting into at least. But mm. these are all like real people, mm. like living their life. Like nothing was staged. Like not like this. Right. Is, we're freaking run and then gun and doc style, like mm. real life, all genuine, authentic, off the cuff information, people getting emotional. Like it was powerful, man. It's really mm. cool to be a part of. And it's, I enjoy like the challenge of it too on the filmmaking side. It's like, is re- like the result is, is the best that it can be with how authentic it is. Yeah. And just the challenge of capturing that is, I love it. So I'm just thankful to be a part of it, man. I yeah, think you did a real great job of kind of facilitating all, all that well, stuff. It's well, not easy. Well, I appreciate you not dying. <laughs> let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about us nearly killing oh, Matt Land. Yeah. I don't want to say it. Well, wow. I mean, so we went. I think he would have been all right. Like if that first shot had just been like drop the animal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was the pursuit. No, but you like well, you. He was. That you were still that yeah, first was. kill. You yeah. were done. The that the, and that's the, where it comes into play with like attire equipment gear like knowing yeah there were, there was a combination of a series of events that just led into potential turmoil <laughs> but, but i know it was about, not potential turmoil it was turmoil <laughs> you i was uh, genuinely concerned yeah. we tried you to, started hosing yourself no you weren't drinking the water yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you were yeah, yeah. we only took a little bit of water each yeah we're going up a steep canyon and to get in position he's pointing down his pants yeah, yeah well well, that, well, that's how I roll it. Not to get like too deep on all my stuff, but that's kind of I got a skin condition. So, sure, like, but you were in, but you were in clothing that is not West so, Texas. So that was the uh, that was kicker. the real issue. So, had the, I been in that, I would have been dying. Too. Dude, it was that was the issue. The the guide West was like, man, it's, we're gonna be at five thousand feet. We're you're gonna be freezing on the way down, and man, you're gonna want to bring a jacket and all this. I'm like, oh dang. It's like, all right, so I have my normal like. Hiking mountain adventure kind of pants, lightweight, breathable. Yeah. And then I have these like kind of semi thicker, like Sitka, like hunting camo pants. Fleece and lined camo no, pants. It was, it was like, fleece lined. It was like, I was, I was out there in winter gear pretty much in like yeah. 95 degree desert. Very like the wrong stuff. They're, yeah. The, the wardrobe wrong, was the challenge. Wrong gear for sure. My camera dangling around my neck is probably weighs with like a cinder block. And then my backpack with all the batteries and all the drone and all the gear, like, so I'm just loaded down, heavy pack, cinder block dangling around my neck, winter gear on, the hot boots strapped in, and 
And we're like, oh, we got to go the hard way to get to, to where this thing is. And then, yeah, that was just a struggle. Yeah, and you were turning red, you were beet red. Yeah, that's how it your goes, skin man. condition. That's how it goes, man. And the water was just like, not you and drinking it. it just, literally, you opened your pants, yep. you poured water down your pants, you yep. poured water in your hair, yep. down your back. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's how it rolls for me, man, because I don't, I don't really sweat, so I got to hose it down and try to yeah. keep my clothes wet. <laughs> yeah, and just keep, keep it on me because, you know, that's how, you, that's how you cool down. And it was just so crazy dry here. It was just... That's the kicker too. You know, we're out in dry West Texas and mm-hmm. he's from the coast. Humid, North humid, Carolina. humid moist. Yeah, moisture. Yeah. yeah. There's none of that <laughs> here. The, we're not. It's like it's totally opposite. What I've been training for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, but that was good. Was a good result. We, we got the sheep finally. We got the shots. We got the shots. We got yeah. the thing that we needed, which is yeah. sort of hunting here in West Texas and mm. It's driver of the economics. Um, and yeah, we've just been interviewing guys for two, three days now. We've got one more day tomorrow, and then we'll wrap up tomorrow night and Saturday morning and head back home. We've been interviewing hardcore. What, what did we say? Ten, yeah. At least 10 people. We'll be a dozen people. Yeah, a dozen people. Yeah, that's, that's about standard. In Botswana, yeah. on that 16 days that we were in Botswana, if you counted up every single person we put a camera in front of, and we got content out of whether it's like a thirty-second bit or sit-down nine-minute bit, right? We spoke with eighty-five people. Good, dang, gosh. Post-production, you just most hate your oh, editors, most gosh. of them, and and most of the interviews are in Switzerland. What? Oh, dude, dude. I'm going to send that to like some AI <laughs> yeah, like, like, editing. How, hey, there's got to be an easier way. Yeah, we got a robot that can edit this. We found a lawyer in in Maun in Botswana through Fiverr too. Oh. Yeah. Who translates and makes SRT file. There you go. Nice. Yes. See, yeah. That's, yeah, you got to have that translation. That's monstrous. So yes. now we'll get all the transcripts and we'll almost go... Lionheart esque, you know, go through the transcripts, yeah. find the bit, good pieces, link yeah. them all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robbie, what's been kind of your most aha moment during this trip so far? Like either an interview or out on location in that grand, yeah. you know, yeah. landscape that we're in. You're like, man, this is. This yeah, I think, I think the, I think the, the size of the ranches, like you don't really comprehend what 96 sections looks like. So what is that? Tell me what. 96 sections. A section is, what's a section? 640 acres? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 640 acres is a section, right? Every, every, the entire country is, is split into sections. Every 16th section belongs to the school board. And the school board either leases, leases generates timber revenues, generates cattle lease revenues, whatever, on the 16th section. That's what funds schools in this country. Section is 640 acres. This ranch is is 96 sections, so it's 6,144 acres, whatever it is. Close enough. Close enough. But when we were driving through it, it was like valley, the entire valley floor was the ranch. The hills on each side were the ranch. You know, you just, every, everything that you looked at, except for like the way horizon, was the ranch. And like we met Wendy, who was a rancher. 
like a woman, full-on woman, that's her job. Like cow-calf operation, cows, cattle, living off the land. This, this is my job. Um, and then you have Wes Mundy, who, you know, you meet, you meet Wes, and he's a bit of a, you know, straight shooter, gruff kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to just say what he thinks, his mind, he speaks his mind. Um, sometimes a little too fluidly. <laughs> yeah, he's a savage. But then, you know, in the two times we put a camera on him, he broke down in tears. Mm. And you're like, what the hell? Who are you? Yeah. yeah. Right? And, and, and they were genuine. I don't think he was doing it in a way like, let me show fabrication, fabrication of, of tears. No. You can't fabricate no. tears rolling down your face. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the fact that he's just dedicated his life to being out here. Yeah. And he loves it. And he loves being in there in the fresh air and... I think the thing that impacts him the most is dealing with veterans and seeing the veterans heal in the outdoors because he's taking them and put them in that environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can definitely feel that for sure. Yeah, it was powerful, man. Yeah, it was really cool to capture. Yeah, yeah especially in that moment, I feel like just based on the way that we filmed Blood Origins, I was like, shit, why don't I have like a third camera? <laughs> like... A 70 to 200 mil on him. Yeah. Running. You know, right just capturing that freaking tear, just right. running, right. running. But you got that right, Matt Henry? Yes, sir. Yeah, with the punch in 4K. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should be good. Should be good. Should be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, um, for, so for, for me and for us and our team, our whole squad, Lane Limbers, how, how we all roll our whole crew, we always learn and get better every day, every shoot. We, push different what can we do different how can we you know grow better and grow you know and um i feel like you do the same too what what learnings have you taken from this project for blood origins to help better that community and then everything there well it's i'm always like how you and it's all going to come down to the edit Mm -hmm. right because we've got to we'll have 12 interviews that say very similar things. And so just like Lionheart, you're gonna, we're going to have to you know, find themes, but also recognize that we're moving between places for the connecting the dots pieces. Um, but yeah, I think the, the, the magic of you know, certain people, as I'm, you know, I'm attuned to what people are saying and as in the moment, again, I should be focusing on them, but mind is drifting to like when Wes was in there, I was like, All right, I can see this piece, exactly what Wes just said, that's going to be like the, almost the ending piece of this whole thing. And then the mayor today was like, oh, you know, connecting the dots, I was like, oh, that's going to be the perfect teaser. I'm going to cut a vertical reel. I can see the verticalness yeah, in front of yeah, me. You know, yeah. that's what's running through my brain as <laughs> yeah, she's talking. You think about that too. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's tough, man. You know, we I've got to I've got to run straddle a line of being a nonprofit. I want to create as much content as I possibly can. But I know that you know, if we had another cameraman with us, if we had an audio person with us, a whole production, I mean, yeah, would it be a level up? beyond what you we are going to create 
from this. That's my that's the thing that I battle with the most. Where 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 I always th think about you, and what I think is really interesting is like your role and what you do is really challenging. It's really hybrid because I feel like you're um, basically like a champion for a cause, mm -hmm. but you're also have to be like a creative director and uh mm -hmm. you know you're thinking about all the like different shots and different things like that like and how how do you like balance that how do you combine all of those things and like uh, i'll say not to stoke you up too hard you do a great job so like how's i'm just curious like in your brain how do you balance all of that well i feel like i didn't do a good job today mm, how so? because because i just explained it like i checked out Oh, because mm. I was already like she was saying something that I should have been like if I should have been more intensely listening to it, and maybe I could have formed a question that would have led her a little bit deeper, that would have gotten a little bit more content out of her, versus me thinking, "Oh, I heard you say this, and this is my brain was already segmented and partitioned, partitioned off, thing. and moved on to the next thing already." Um, and I tend to do that more with people that maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just like, if I feel like that person is like really like in the groove, then I'm, gonna, then I'm fully. Sure. Yeah. But if I'm struggling to like pull them into that groove constantly, yeah. like I'm, I'm maybe a little bit more super, superficial than I should be in versus being a little deeper. Yeah, we, we, we talk all the time. Um, so for, for the people listening, me and our crew and our company, Land Limited, we work with a bunch of other people outside of Robbie, big brands, and do a bunch of films and all that kind of stuff. And we talk all the time. The biggest challenge when it comes to like getting a powerful message or a powerful story or something really engaging is the talent and the person that you're mm -hmm. talking to. Like if they have a hard time like articulating their thoughts and emotions and all that kind of stuff, and you're feeling like you got to like pull it out of them, it just makes it so much harder versus when you have someone that just flows and is just crushing it, then it's just a home run and you're like, man, they were, we're smooth sound and we'll sit here and pull everything out and it'll crush. Mm -hmm. So it's, I don't think that's something to, I, I'm glad you're like a, aware of it, right. um, but I, I don't think it's something to beat yourself up over. Like that's a, as a thing, like, you know, yeah. it's, it's not more like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, the the people and the talent, and especially when it comes to interviewing and talking about something hard and personal and emotional, like it's tough, man. It's like the hardest mm -hmm. thing to do. Well, the, the whole yeah. creative director producer side of things, I typically lend leave that like to the people I hire. Mm -hmm. Like I trust the people I hire, but things will pop into my brain, and you 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 might have you wouldn't have recognized it today, but you heard me say it. Like when we were in the in the Parker Hotel parking lot. I just, I would, I casually said, Hey, did you get a, f a fluttering Texas flag shot? Mm -hmm. You're like, Yeah, I got that already. You get the Parker Hotel shot? Yeah, I got that already. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was just almost like a checkbox in my mind that I was like, Okay, those are shots that I think I would like in the, in the thing. I should have trusted that you got them. But it was almost like, Ah, oh, let me just do a, a, yeah. a check quick. Hey, I'm, I'm, this is pretty new for you, too, as yeah. far as being like the host. Yeah, this connecting like, the dot series is very different than like a normal Blood Origins mm -hmm. film mm -hmm. that you've done. Mm -hmm. So, you being the 
talent the essentially. Host, the yeah. talent that's engaging with yeah. the other end of that. Like you, you're not sitting back listening to like an a, a typical like interview. Right. You're, you're not dialoguing with them. Yep. You're like that's that's very different because you're on camera. You know. Yeah. You know, you're very much fifty percent of that dialogue. Yeah. That's being recorded. So yeah, yeah. And I'll let you know too. Like I'm. I'm not upset. Like when you asked, did you get a flag shot of the Texas flag? I'm like, oh like, yeah, I got. It. Of course, I got it, dude. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm like, I'm glad you asked. Like, it's helpful, you know, because everyone's brain is different. Everyone's eye is different. Everyone yeah. thinks different. It's like, oh, dude, man, I totally spaced on that. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a great shot. It keeps mm-hmm. things in check. Yeah, you know, totally. we're all on yeah. the same team. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. We're blowing and going. Sometimes shooting from the hip. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yep. Like on some of these things, it's very exploratory type environment you know where you're just rolling up and hey this is our talent we 50 50 rolling you know 50 50 50 50 like we're we're on it um yeah yeah and so we just have to make sure that we're getting everything you know and you've got some some veteran filmmakers and photographers here so i mean yeah 100 percent it's not our it's not your first, first rodeo, rodeo you know, doing this type of thing mm-hmm. but, but it but we, like Matt was saying, we appreciate, you know, the effort and be like, hey, did you get those shots? Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, we're all, we're tracking with you. On mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I really, I really like working with you. And it's, it's, it's different. It's more um, like for the, the, the people listening and your, your audience to help them put it in perspective. Like, like we work with plenty of big brands that everyone knows. But this is Robbie and Blood Origins. Like, it is arguably the more on more challenging side because it is so genuinely authentic like i hope no one has any thought in their mind that sees something from blood origins and think it's not and i I actually this is real this piece and the first connecting the dots is the first one that i really not that i didn't enjoy but it's you know we you you're as the cinematography team like all right we're going to do some establishing shots all right robbie Lift up the gas, put the gas in the vehicle. You're not actually putting gas in the vehicle and put it back. I hate that shit. Yeah. Because that's not me. That's fake. Yeah. Yeah. But you did it. I yeah. know, but I know I did it and I know we, we need it. We weren't out of the car shooting. It's like, hey, this happened. Yeah. This is a documentary about what is truly authentically happening. So it's. Yeah, but I'm just not used did. to that. Right. Uh, I am. I'm not used to the whole like, let's sure. redo this. Let's. You just you're like, walking up to the door now. Open yeah. the handle. Okay, close the handle. Go yeah. back to where you were. Yeah. I'm going inside. You walk in now. Boom, boom, boom. You know. Angle. Yep. That I think that stuff is is one thing. Like that's that's some things like in just like the filmmaking world. Like you just kind of there's some one thing you just got to do. Like yeah, yeah. Technically, I guess like it's staged with my air quotes, mm-hmm. but it's but it's not. That's just like the supplemental kind of story storytelling kind of stuff. And nobody realizes like, it. That's the thing. Like before I was even in this game, you watch any documentary. Mm. If it's done right and it's edited right, I've never in my brain said, "Oh, they went back in stage." Oh, that, that was fake. <laughs> no. Now I do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now that I know, because some of it is I look at it, seeing it, no. seeing it happen, like ah. We've got to get that hand mm-hmm. shot. Like, that's got to be in there. Let's just rewind real quick. Yeah. Get that shot. That, and do it. But, yeah, that's just like those 
the silly little things like walking through a door and like that kind of stuff like the meat of it the actual real stuff of like the action or what we're doing in the interviews and the talking and the explanation stuff or the hunt and all that is like that's raw totally raw man like nothing mm-hmm. staged like we're freaking out there fighting mm-hmm. for our lives trying to film the thing like <laughs> yeah it is super super real so I, I hope no one that sees anything from blood origins has any thought in their mind that this isn't the real yeah. deal like it is very much you know very much this most authentic thing i've ever shot yeah, I want to do yeah. more of this kind of like out really out of the box, especially with the connecting the dots series. That there's so many little things that we just have no idea the impact of hunting has beyond the like the activity, the true activity. Oh yeah, I love that. you said something today about how your filming with Blood Origin starts after. Yeah, the- yeah. So typically, you know, any hunt, even if you call it here in the states, right, you're and mainly Africa, a hunt, you know, a 10 minute hunt, nine minutes, 30 seconds of that hunt is the hunt. And there's nothing wrong with that kind of documentary or that kind of um, video production because it's being produced for a specific reason. Right. It's being produced for the person who wants to see their hunt. It's also being produced for other hunters to watch, which makes sense. 95% of the, the video is the hunt. 30 seconds of the video is the meat being distributed to the people. But that's where the story is for the non-hunting community to show the benefits and impacts and consequences of hunting. And so if that's the true message that we want to deliver to the masses, then that should be nine minutes and 30 seconds. And the hunt should have been the first 30 seconds. And that's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. That's what we need to do. And I think more and more people like the, you know, the the general hunter that's going to Africa is never going to do that kind of production. but could we convince them in my ideal world? Could we, could that production team just capture a little bit more? Even if, you know, maybe in the future we're big enough that Blood Origins pace with that production. You just have the cameraman, let them film it. We'll pay for the, the 80, you know, whatever, 80 bucks an hour, 50 bucks an hour, whatever it is for editing. We'll put a three minute piece together on where the meat went and speaking to the woman who's cooking over a pot in the middle of a mud hut and their kid is drooling and dribbling fat down their chins, you know, from the meat. Yeah. Um, but that's the story. If we really want to change the hunting narrative, that's the story we have to tell yeah. more and more and more of. Yeah. I'd love to, this whole like economic thing is a big deal. Yeah. I'd like to do, maybe the next, we'd have to figure it out, but it would be a short piece, but it would almost be like following a hunter, one person. And it's almost like I could see like the, the, you don't ever see his face or her face, but you almost, you follow them into a gas station. All you see is their hand and they go and pick up a, a Dr. Pepper and they put it on the counter and I can see the, in the image, clink, clink, like the, you know, little, the little thing going $2 and 66 cents, boom, boom racking up the and goes yeah. and then it's just like it transitions to them read wheeling their luggage into the hotel and, and dinging the bell mm-hmm. right three hundred dollars boom 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 yep. and then you see the footsteps on the hill and it's three thousand dollar bill for the all the animal tra- all those transactions you're just going it's just a transaction piece yeah. four minutes that. five minutes just yeah. a transaction like a piece. timeline sequence yeah. of all following yeah. their wallet yeah. <laughs> yeah, aeroplane tickets, you know. Oh, but you'd yeah. have to you'd have to go with them the entire way and film all that piece. 
but it'd be the way you'd film it. Like it'd be just be feet and hands and, yeah. you know, Hey, you know, let me get this, put it on my, yeah. Yeah. All those little things add up so much. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, I love it, man. Yeah. It's something that people don't, don't really think about. Yeah. It's very much a thing, especially out here. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> all they're going to do. <laughs> Well, any last thoughts? Oh, man. It's, I mean, it's been an awesome experience. It's always, it's always rewarding to um, do these projects. Yes, it's cool, but like to meet the people. Yeah. Like everything we do, everything we touch, everything we shoot and film, it's all about the people, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the lives that are being changed, the lives that are being touched, and just meeting the people that are super passionate about what they do. Meeting a sheriff that's got $50,000 bounties on his head from yeah, the <laughs> always leave these types of projects just, you know, just super fascinated and blown away and just thankful and grateful to be able mm-hmm. to be a small part of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I highly second that man. And, and I'll say too, like, like, like us and our, our position as kind of contractor creative agencies or whatever you want to call us, like we're in a lucky and thankful position to be able to be kind of selective with who we work with transparently and you know we don't hesitate to work to work with you and and i hope everyone that follows you and or sees blood origins or comes across from it or or donates to the conservation club or the subscriptions or Mm -hmm. whatever like they should feel good that their money's going to a good place yeah i can very confidently say that well i appreciate those kind words and appreciate you both being here yeah, it was super stoked. Like, it's, you guys are good at what you do. That's why you're here. Such an honor to work with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. Well, let's go. Um, we'll have another beer, and then Matt's oh. obviously hungry again. He hasn't eaten in 20 minutes yeah, or so. We need to do an airdrop session. Airdrop session. Yeah, yeah, airdrop. It's not gonna happen. We keep talking about it. Airdrop party. Airdrop party. <laughs> All right, ciao. All right, adios. Well, that's it for today. Appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting. Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.